What's up, world? After the show, let's continue the conversation on social media. You can hit us up on Twitter at Brunch Culture and on Instagram at Brunch underscore Culture. And we are also on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, search Brunch Culture. And now, let's start the show. Brunch Culture. We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, we do everything. Everything. Everything, everything is up for discussion, and that's what Brunch Culture is about. 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 About a thing. Yeah. Brunch Culture. Brunch Culture. Brunch Culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Yeah. Got these haters on me going back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Mm, 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 mm. That's all I got. That's it? <laughs> I done brought out my best beatbox, and that's all you got? Oh. The same thing Aubrey said? Yeah. I... Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> you just trying to think of something else and then yeah, you come through? Yeah, I was... <laughs> that's all right, though. So, you uh, kind Flash of... Flash from the past hit me with a random pass. <laughs> that is... That's the reality. Badoop. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be there. Yo, my life has been crazy this week. Last night was insane. So... Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I I just have to say that you are a phenomenal woman and you are really saved. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know the Lord. And I think that when you go to heaven and like right before you walk in, there probably is gonna be like a parade in your honor <laughs> and they're gonna be saying stuff like she did everything that other people couldn't do. Because <laughs> if they mess with them, <laughs> they would have been killed. You, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you, you know, you good people. You are really good people, Lisa. I admire your heart. I tell you this all the time. You are, you know, you just keep holding on to Jesus. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I would have been unbrought Jesus in the fight a long, long time ago, but it's all right, though. You know, it works. It works. <laughs> well, on the scroll, um, as you know, back to back, my woe, Drake, Drizzy Drake. Don't miss. Yeah. Aubrey. Came with his song charged up with the little iPhone <laughs> phone charge. And then he hit us with back to back. Hit him before he could even reply to the first one. And then Meek, I still don't know what he's saying, rap or whatever. He came back with something. The first song that I've heard of him f- all the way through was, was his one response. <laughs> Yo, my friend um, <laughs> that lives in D.C., she posted a picture this morning. They said the only I want to know we want to hear is Joe. You remember Joe? I yeah, no, I saw that. Everybody was saying the only, only, um, only I want to know we respect, and it was Joe. I was like, dang man, yo, social media has been killing 
Meek Mills. Like, is that a world tour or your girls tour? <sighs> shout out, shout to, out to all of my boss itches, wife and. Come on, man. It's like, <laughs> dang, bro. He got you. He got you. There's this one meme though of like. Nicki Minaj brushing uh, Meek Mill's hair and they say you stood up for yourself that's all that matters <laughs> people so wrong man like, never gonna recover from this unless he got another song but even if he got another one that's good they still gonna remember what he yeah one and of then said, Drake it says who compared you to, who compared you to Drake though you are even the best rapper in a, your relationship how you how you just feel yeah. a man like that no yeah it's just it's a lot Meek Mills make good trap music, though. You got to give him that. He make good trap music. Well, I still don't know what he made. You know, I still don't know. That's the problem. That's one of the problems that we have right now. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said uh, Charlemagne some um, champagne, and he donated $75,000 to Meek's Trouble School. So shout out to Aubrey Graham. Um, Aubrey Drake Graham for really following up on his word and, and doing a good deed out of this. And this I've never seen anybody beef. donate money out of a beef. Yeah, Aubrey is a, you got to give it to him. I mean, you can say what you want to say. You might not like him. He may not be your favorite. Whatever, what have you. But you got to He's a stand up dude. Dude said, you know, everything he said he was going to do, he did it. And it was like the next day it came. You know, it happened. So. And I didn't yo. even see Meek Mills. Um, that's his school. I would have thought he would have matched them or went up, but he probably ain't got no money like that to be just giving away. That man building, you know, he, yeah. he getting up. You got to slow up. But you got when you when you fight, you got to pick a fight with somebody you could defeat. Um, I'm still trying to figure out though why he. I just don't even understand this whole. It's almost like so. I started to believe. I'm like, I think this is just a publicity stunt. Publicity stunt. It gotta be like this guy. It's entertaining as heck. You got to admit that. And I think the one thing I love to see is the fact that there hasn't been like a real rap beef in a while. And I know that from this beef, nobody going to really kill each other. They might, you know, they might go in. Uh, it might be some shoving in the uh, club, but nobody really finna like kill each other. So it's all good. Like it's like fun and games. I think that's why everybody's getting in on t- getting into it. Cause it's like, yeah, for real, for real, nothing major is finna really happen. So it's all right. Yeah, and I, my first response to Meek Mill's response, and I tweeted this. I said I heard that Meek response and thought to myself, "What was that to the tune of back to back?" <laughs> you see what I did there? You see what I did there? You, you, <laughs> you see, you see, acknowledge. I, I got you. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I see that's okay. Just acknowledge. What was that? I I got you. I felt like last night. Just, I was like, that was tight. But after the night I had, you know, that was interesting. So I. It sprouts your creative juices. That's yeah, what it is. You know? Yeah. People Good like tension. It right makes it happen. Your life from five years ago. But. <laughs> you rude, man. Like, nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> On oh, the scroll. Cecil the Lion. Um. Yeah, somebody just posted. We wouldn't hear as much about Cecil if his name was Carlos. I don't. That was, I guess, supposed to be funny. Oh, 
Badoops. I ain't get it. I, I miss it. We wouldn't know his name if his name was Carlos. We were trying it. to make it like a racial name thing. Oh, well, I don't think it's like a racial name thing. I think it. I mean, clearly though, the world is concerned with Cecil's life, and I mean, hey, you know, probably for good reason. But I do think it's some truth to the fact that, hey, I mean, we have. This is a major story. Like you got people going talking about, oh, this is so wrong and all these organizations standing up. And it's like, yo, we are seeing over and over that people are being killed. And where is this constant coverage over like the investigation of let's figure out what happened and not just, oh, well, there's a riot. So let's keep talking about these riots or people are going crazy. Let's keep talking about this. Where's the actual coverage on, hey, let's really get dive into this investigation and not just talk about what should be, but let's push people and show that, hey, we really do need to solve this problem because this indeed is a problem. That's the, you know, that's the crazy part for me. That's, that's what I'm like. Everybody be like, oh, how do you feel about Cecil? And I'm like, oh, who's Cecil? I'm playing straight dumb. Like, I don't know. I, Cecil, what? No, I, I was, I'm still trying to figure out what happened to Sandra Bland. <laughs> I don't know who Cecil is. Right. I'm not all lions matter. Hey, that's what they tell us, right? That's what they're showing us. Well, on that's the scroll, they got you know, this isn't on our social media scroll, but this is the scrolling through Randall's life. So scrolling through my life this week. No, honestly. And this is like my little tidbit to everybody. When you go to work, just turn your phone off. It's going to revolutionize who you are. And it's not like I think I'm because I think I'm pretty good with being productive and having my phone like sit on my desk. But this week I, it started last week, actually. But this week I've kept it all the way through for the entire week. I took my phone and when I get to work, I cut it off. I only cut my phone on when I take a lunch break. And then when I come back, I cut it off and I just focus. I have been productive like no other like i feel like i'm thinking better i've been hitting up all my gym workouts i'm getting home i'm cooking i'm cleaning like i'm just productive times a million and i swear the only thing i changed in my life this week was i just cut my phone off while i was at work (laughs) i just feel like my whole focus is just like on point you know Mm -hmm. i don't know I, i i i think Everybody, that's the best thing I can give to you. Cut your phone off. That's it. Yeah, it'll do your Just cut it off. Good. Just take, just cut it off. It'll, it'll change your life. Everything will be good. You won't have no problems. Yep, cut it off. Or go on. What's the, what's the, what's the mode? Do not disturb. Mm-mm. Do not disturb don't work for me. Cause see, do not disturb like. It, your phone won't illuminate or it won't it won't like send you a notification. But if you hit your screen, you'll see like every text that you get and get every notification will be sitting on your screen. And then you just feel compelled to reply. But if you cut your phone off, you and you pick up your phone, it's off. You don't see what's going on. You don't know what's happening. And it's just like, all right, I just got to stay focused. And that's if you can't be diligent like myself, like. I oftentimes tell myself, hey, I'm not responding. I'm not talking to nobody. But one person will call me three times and I'll be like, oh, it must be an emergency. Or I'll see from one name, like 
five different messages and I'm like, oh, I got to read it to see what it is. And usually it's something funny that's going to make me laugh or somebody asking me a question and I'm like, oh, this time sensitive and thought provoking. Let me like respond to it. But if you just cut it off, you miss all that. You ain't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's well, good. Yeah. I don't turn my phone off. Um, but I did do something else with my phone today that helped me. What did you do with your phone? This week. You know what I did with it, but I'm not going to say what I did with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's revolutionizing life. your life, too. Huh? Yes, on so many levels. <laughs> We got to oh. This is like inside jokes. And everybody ain't inside on the joke. <laughs> this ain't right. Y'all don't want to come in. It's, it's interesting things. Um, So for our main dish, we want to talk about lessons from 20s. Talk by the 20s, man. So this week has been really I was actually there's a BuzzFeed uh, article that came out. And it was like things that you start. It says something like things you start doing in your 30s or when you before when you when you get close to 30s. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like this whole list of like crazy stuff that you start doing. Like if you don't have Saturday night plans, you good. You know, you want to be happy hour becomes like nap hour. You just want to go home and go to sleep. Uh, Everybody in college looks like little kids. Now you start realizing that you entered college. 10 years ago all of this stuff is kind of like dang man this is weird but all this stuff i connect with but i started thinking about like but what have i learned you know i'm saying hello i'm seeing 30 that's what i am i ain't 30 but i'm seeing 30 it's <laughs> it's in i see the finish line and i, I just started thinking like you know what have i what have I really learned? Like, what if what what are some lessons that life has taught me? So I feel like you know, let's just talk about it. Let's like share some things, and hopefully, like people can understand, people can agree, and people can start to consider, you know, what you've learned in your twenties. What lessons have, have being you know in your twenties taught you, and what things are you gonna take in your thirties? Now, this is premature for the both of us because we still got some time. Now, yeah, I don't think that it's happening next. I mean, this year because it's not. We only twenty eight. Right. So we got time, but you know, two years, it, it's, you know, you, you, you don't got to tell them all. It's, just, it's coming. It might come someday, but, uh, <laughs> 2017. Well, yours hey, is 2016. Hey, 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 shut up. Ain't nobody asked <laughs> all that stuff. Ain't nobody asked you for details. Nobody asked you for details. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what you get so, for being old. One of the things that I've learned is to appreciate my own life and journey. I think growing up, I was always and my 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 situation was real interesting, right? Because you know the, the way I was growing up, the environment I was I grew up in, and all that good stuff, right? And I didn't have a lot, and so I was always kind of looking at other people, looking at celebrities, and being like, I wish I had this, and I wish I had this, and oh, I wish I was this person, I wish I was that person, and you know my the journey throughout my 20s college post-college career grad school post-grad school it's really all taught me to just really appreciate my life and my journey and what I have and when I look at other people I can like admire or appreciate or you know see the value in who they are and what they've achieved and all those great things but 
I just no longer I'm so happy with where I am and what I've done that I see that you know it's important for me to just really value myself like appreciate what God has given me and yeah I might not be the best this or the best that or have like a bank account with you know full of commas but yo I'm really happy with where I'm at and life is good and I've been you know blessed and considering like where I've where I come from and where I am today and the trajectory that I'm on I think I wouldn't trade this for the world like I'm really glad with where I'm at yeah and I think that's good I think that you know it helps to like have like your own your own competition is yourself yeah I think that's that's important thing like every day that you wake up the only person you're trying to be better better than is like who you were yesterday and I've kind of always had this thing even when I was like a little kid I remember always saying that like I was kind of ignorant but I was like you know the Randall today would like knock the Randall two weeks ago out because it's like I was always on this thing of I always want to get better I want to get better I always want to keep getting better and so it's like in my adult my adulthood I realized that just in a different way like I always want to keep getting better but I just want to appreciate this entire journey because this process teaches me you know to be who I am and to be better and I don't know everything and I haven't done everything and I don't have everything and I don't want everything I don't want to know everything I enjoy the learning process I'm really like a student of life mm-hmm. and that's good I think one of the lessons that I've learned um this year th- not this year <laughs> Well, this year too. Every year in my twenties, every year of life, um, <laughs> it's to genuinely love people, like for real, for real. Yeah. Um, and I say that because love is revolutionary. If you know how it is to be genuinely loved by others, to be loved, to then be you loved. you want to oh, give. What a feeling <laughs> to be loved. Okay, I'm sorry. You. <laughs> Up. That's what came. Yeah, just came. Up. Love so oh. many things. Oh, what, what, what I were you got to tell what music. <laughs> genuinely love people. When you know how to, when you know how it feels to be genuinely loved, you want to give that love to others. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people who've never experienced genuine love don't know how to accept it, or don't. Yeah that that becomes a problem but it's always good to genuinely love people um unconditionally i think that's the lesson i say i always say when i die i want to be marked by two things um that i genuinely love god and i genuinely love people and the more i live the more i realize that that's really essentially all that matters like that Mm -hmm. people feel when they leave my presence they feel like they were loved and i'm not the best at it but i'm getting better at it and so that's the lesson that I'm learning and continue to learn day by day in my 20s. True. So, yeah. So I think for me, the another thing I learned was the importance of fighting fear and learning to really just do stuff. Just um, do I it. Just it really is like that, that Nike sign of just do it. It's is legendary because I think I've learned and I, I, I just really I understand the importance of nobody is ever really an expert when they start something Mm -hmm. honestly a lot of people aren't really great or good at things i mean you have some people that are they just have like a natural talent but hard work and effort is going to trump 
next to anything. You have people that really put in the work and they get really great at things. And, you know, it's things that they love or they fall in love with it. But if you never try it, if you are like pigeonholed because of fear, it'll never happen. You can keep thinking that one day I'm going to do one day I'm going to do one day I'm going to do. But honestly, until you do it, you aren't that. Mm-hmm. You'll never do it. And it, it starts with, hey, I tried. I messed up. Like, you know, people, it, I'm, I'm going to fumble. I'm going to fall. And it's not going to be right. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keep going. And the more and more I try, the better and better I get. And then one day I will be able to stand next to the greats that I like or the greats that I've admired or, you know, be a part of something that is beyond me that transcends anything that I could do on my own and it just like it, it's huge because I just said you know what fear I'm gonna fail probably gonna look stupid I'm gonna sound stupid I'm gonna hate this people gonna talk about me whatever it is what it is but let me just keep moving and just try it and yo when you don't let fear stop you anything is possible yep you just have to do it and courage is it's is um acting in spite of the fears um and i think that's like a beautiful lesson always be courageous i think another one i learned is things aren't always as they appear and we live in a generation who puts on for social media and their lives are not that in reality just look at 50 cent now we could debate on whether he really is broke or not um that man ain't broke (laughs) we could debate on that but he definitely he's saying that his life is an illusion chris brown recently said in an instagram post that um it looks like it's all fun but really he's uh just a boy inside looking for guidance like it just shows you like that people put on airs and the closer you get to people the close the more you realize yo this is this is fake people people's lives are very duplicitous Mm -hmm. um they are one way in one sense and one way in another. And we can all be duplicitous in a sense. We we put on for different people. Um, sometimes in some areas it's a little bit more extreme than others. But that's why it's so important not to compare your life to others. Because sometimes the people we think we want to be don't even want to be themselves. Trust and me. Even if they don't know they want to be themselves, they be playing. <laughs> 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 a lot of it is a scam they crazy <laughs> and crazy don't know they crazy so. that's what you say what you say that's crazy my they don't know they crazy crazy it's sad when crazy people don't know they're crazy it's really it's another level I'm but <laughs> people aren't always what they appear you just gotta know and yeah. you can't compare yourself because you'll be comparing yourself to something that's a unrealistic it's not a reality it's not a reality for them and so if it's not their reality why are you trying to make it yours truth so like i heard a pastor say one time i i'm not gonna be fake for fake people right <laughs> so i'm putting on for you and you ain't even real your whole get up fake <laughs> everything about you is fake but i'm putting on for you oh okay that makes sense great guys great 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 <laughs> So what's your last lesson, Randall? So my last lesson is actually comes from a a quote that I really enjoy. And this, I hope this frees a lot of people. It might bother some people, but whatever. So my last lesson is opinions are like assholes. We all have them. (laughs) 
you ain't even radio edit that one. <laughs> I didn't know if he was gonna radio edit. Uh, I I I feel like because that's when that's how I first heard it, right? When I first heard it, that's that's exactly the way that I heard it. And at first I laughed, but I was like, "Yo, it's so true." And this is something that I had to grasp. Growing up, we always it's so important that you know people you fit like a certain image or you know you make sure that your perception of the group or of of the environment of the community of your teacher of whoever is not flawed and i mean I, i'm not going to tell you you know rep, rep a good reputation a good name will get you places that you know other things will never get so i'm not saying be crazy but i think it's just i i learned to not really care what people had to say and not really care about people's opinions about me I think there are from there's a certain people that I can hear something from or they can tell me something about myself and I, I'll take it to heart and analyze it. But there's a lot of things that I hear or that's been said about me that I'm just kind of like, OK, that's great. And I think the, ch- the the changing point for me was when I started having to pay like real people bills um, and not be in school no more. So it's a difference from paying like real bills when you got like financial aid coming in. And you actually paying bills and you don't got no financial aid. You don't got no student loans. This is really, really you going to work to pay bills and like you having to do this stuff by yourself. Like whether you like me or don't like me or talk about me or don't talk about me, I still got to go to work tomorrow and the I still got to pay bills. I still got to feed myself. I still got to wash myself. Still got to clothe myself. I don't really care. (laughs) For me, that's it was just kind of like it was like this epiphany, like this light bulb just kind of went off that was like, but why would I waste my time being concerned with how you feel about me? Mm -hmm. It really don't matter. Like if I if I appease you and do something that makes you think differently about me, it's not like I'm gonna get like a prize. I'm gonna get a check. Somebody gonna be like, oh, you know what? Here's your key into heaven. No. No matter what you think, no matter what you say, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't I, matter. It really what? What? They came from WWE. I think so. Uh, it uh, doesn't. I can't remember I what like wrestler. I think it was like a song or something. I think it came like it wasn't a wrestler. I don't know, man. But Wayne Coley say I don't care about that. It really don't matter. Like people's opinions everybody has an opinion everybody has a thought about everything if you try to live your life to bend towards people's opinions and what people think about you or try to appease people so that they don't think ill or sideways about you it is a complete waste of time so if you haven't gotten it i don't care how old you are and i know a lot of people that are old like older you know 40s and 50s and they don't even they haven't really mastered that. And I think it might be something that some people just work on for the rest of their lives. But ultimately, be you, yo. Be yourself. Be your authentic self. And if people don't like it, be like, all right, cuz, keep it moving. Because unless, you know, they taking, they paying your bills or they taking care of you or they're your source to life, it really don't matter. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they're like a-holes. We all have them. <laughs> 
Yeah, now you ready? You ready to edit yourself this time, huh? It came along with the package. I right. just wanted to be authentic when I first said it. Though. Yeah, you, know, you like, want to give your authentic self. I, yeah, like you know, but give your good. all to me. Oh, sometimes it's kind of it's a little rough though when you like listen to people and then they like cursing all the time, and you might be trying to be like, you know what? I'm just gonna stop cursing for the sake of like, I can't stop doing. So one one time, this is like a statement. I used to curse so bad that I was talking to one of the um, pastors, the like campus pastors, and I cursed. I was talking to him and I started cursing like in in conversation, and I was like, "Oh shoot, how do you curse the, the pastor?" Like, what? <laughs> and we specifically met up to like talk and to pray, and I'm cursing. You know, it was just, it was just bad. <laughs> so, God, so he working on all of us. We all was, moving towards the right direction. Well, some of us not, but. No, I'm here to you. You came here. We met up specifically so that we can talk and you can pray with me. And I'm having this conversation with you, joking like we home is cursing like a sailor. It's you know, <laughs> but he he ain't through with me yet. That's what I'm gonna say. He ain't with me yet. <laughs> you remember I sent you that? Did you see that thing I sent you? That list about petty things. Petty. That list that was from um it was like a list from i can't i don't know what the the blog is i posted on your facebook wall oh see man at least i'm telling you you be using all form of communication (laughs) you got you said i sent you so i'm thinking like i was like i don't remember getting that text message i need you to go look at your wall i told you to look at it oh man okay okay it's hilarious so get my wall on facebook but uh okay yeah, you got to go check it. It's hilarious because he said God not there with me yet. But my <laughs> last lesson for number, my last lesson for my 20s, and I it, I have many more, but I think one of the things I took, especially from the last three years of my grad school and even maybe my undergrad, is God will always cause you to win. Um, mm-hmm. For me, anything that he's, you know, to- I believe that he's told me to do, he's always allowed me to win even if when I shouldn't have won I mean there were some classes in in, in on my master's level and I I went to DC to hang when I should have been studying and I was like dang I don't think I don't think I I should have passed this um but in some kind of way I always got through it I always got what I need to get done and I just realized at that moment when I was stressed when things were going south even thinking about it now is encouragement for me for my present. But it's just like every time I got through it, every time I always won, even when I thought, even when I deserved to lose, he yep. helped me win. And I just, I, I thank God for that. So that's a lesson that God is always consistently faithful. And, and I definitely, definitely don't deserve his faithfulness. I definitely did some things that aren't that, that should have allowed me to win. But, but God, come on somebody. I'm he calls me to win. Come hey, on. Come hey, on. Should have bought a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all, y'all go I'm just playing. But we want y'all to let us know what lessons y'all learned through y'all twenties. I think this is a good list. We t- we picked our top three. But let us know your top three. If you have more, if it's now, if it's like a hundred, I can't promise you I'm gonna read that. But um, just I was gonna say, just give me a good one, one good lesson. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I, I we got busy schedules and lives. Like we try to, we get back to everybody, right? 
But um, if you start listening to a whole bunch of stuff, realistically, you probably not gonna even go back and read it a second time. So don't expect me to read it, cause yeah. But no, we want y'all to send me a good one though. Send me something I should think about, like, and I, cause I, I think it's good to share. I think it's really good for us to kind of share our experiences, and it causes us to think about something. I'm always about like, let's spend time being intent intentional about going to the next stage the next phase of our lives right and so i think that you know as we even just this this year if you're not in your 20s if you're at the beginning of your 20s if you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s just think about the season before or even the time now today this past week this past month this past year think about what you've learned what lessons have you learned and how you can continue to apply those going forward because i truly believe we are here to consistently improve and to get better and in the only way that you're going to get better is if you're intentional about getting better it's not just going to happen out of nowhere yeah you got to work on it be intentional about it so definitely definitely so now it's time for our toast or roast toast or roast i had to, i got the hiccups Excuse me. Oh, man. Drink some water. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. People used to always tell me to put my hands up. Just if you put your hands up, man. Throw your hands work. up. Throw your hands up. You be in a club, like, hiccup. <laughs> hands up. It's, yeah, it'll never work for me, so I don't believe it, but. Oh, okay. Well, you know, crickets. Um. <laughs> so, you want to toast first? Um, no, because I really don't know what I'm toasting to. So, you go ahead. Well, as I said, this week, well, this last month has been interesting. The last two months, but this week was just interesting. Um, and last night was the icing on the cake. Um, but Anthony Brown (laughs) and Group Therapy have a song. That's a gospel group, um, called Everyday Jesus. And, um... I just it's like the bridge or the vamp. What's the what's the difference between a vamp and a bridge? Mm, so the bridge of the song is kind of like I'm really not explaining to you. It's kind of like the it's not it's, it's like towards the end where it's like taking you over to like the closing. OK, cool. It's just like it, he's like when I'm up, when I'm down, uh, he'll always Maybe be like around. Maybe it's the hook. No, that's not a hook. No, that's oh, the, okay. no. He's just like, um, yeah, no worries, no fear. He'll always be there. And like the lyrics, I've listened to the song like a hundred times. It's on repeat. And it's really, I when I if I get a chance to see Anthony Brown anytime soon, um, I'm definitely gonna give him a hug and thank him for writing Everyday Jesus, because it's definitely helping me every day, uh, for the last week. So shout out to Anthony Brown for writing that song. Shout out to a couple of my friends for putting me on that song. And I've been trying to put all my friends on it as well. I think I sent it to you. Didn't you like it? Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. You sent it to me. I checked it out. Yeah. So y'all go and go on YouTube and search Anthony Brown and group therapy everyday Jesus. And I hope you like it as much as I like it. Good money. So I think I'm going to toast to um, in true fat boy status. I'm going to toast to this restaurant called the canteen so they have this breakfast bar and it's located in western virginia they have a breakfast bar and 
on the breakfast bar, you can get it's a omelet bar, and you can get an omelet made with anything you want. It's like a thick omelet. Um, I don't know how many eggs they use, but the omelet is big. You get like these roasted potatoes that are extremely flavorful, and I got a side of sausage. <sighs> Yo, it tasted like heaven. Like it was real good. It only cost me like ten bucks. <sighs> in true fat boy mode, I have to toast to the canteen because it's dopeness. It's truly dopeness. And if you are ever in Reston, Virginia, and I know a lot of people probably going to be listening, like, who would ever go to Reston, Virginia? But I'm telling you, take the time to do it. It's dopeness. You'll love it. You'll thank me later because it's great. Yes, I, I'll i come visit and take that. I'll, I'll let you take me there so I can get some. When you come visit, though, I am going to take you. I got actually got a lot of new restaurant places that uh, I need to take people. I was actually just telling a friend of mine that, like, I need some more people to start coming to visit so I can take you out to some restaurant places. If anybody know me, you know, I'm a big I'm a I'm a foodie. So I like trying new places and like adding places to my list of places to take my guests. Uh, my friend's sister was here a couple weeks ago and I was like texting her all these different places and she was like keep keep the com- keep the recommendations coming every place you tell me to go eat is so dope i love it we we get to go food it was great yeah that's making me hunger so we're gonna leave y'all with today's good vibe today's good vibe i'll let randall read it despite how open peaceful and loving you attempt to be People can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Lord have mercy. It's speaking volumes, yo. It's so loud. Volumes upon volumes upon volumes. I I, I honestly feel like it don't even need like an explanation. But it's, yo, people can't, if they're not being honest with you, I mean themselves, how can they be honest with you? If they don't love themselves, how can they love you? If they aren't real with themselves, how can they be real with you? If they don't take care of themselves, how can they take care of you? Like it's just it's if they lie to themselves, hey, they're hey, lying that's to you. The one. Hey, that's the that's probably the biggest one. I can't leave up here because it's No, for real, for real. If they living in the fantasy world to themselves. <laughs> don't think they're gonna live in reality with you because it just don't work that way like people when you are by yourself and what you do to yourself that is the real authentic you without any outside influences so don't think that a person is just gonna get around you and be like oh well they got it together they good no it's a lie it ain't gonna last long i'm telling you you gotta listen like all these people write these books and tell you over and over and over again the reigning theme is if you ain't dealing with somebody that's real with themselves, they're not going to be real with you. But we ain't going to, you know, we're we just going to let y'all, we, I'm going to read this again. Despite how open, peaceful, and loving you attempt to be, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Let's, let's, let's now. I think I need another reading. Honestly. I'm going to read it. Despite how open, <laughs> peaceful, and loving you attempt to be, people, 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 people can only meet you as deeply as they've met 
themselves. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm so real. There are two types of y'all. Let me tell you, there's there's two types of crazy people in this world: people that are on drugs and people that need drugs. <laughs> That is so wrong. That's so wrong. Either you, no, for us, either you are on some kind of illegal drug or you need to be medicated by a, a therapist. There's two types of crazy. I'm serious. And I, yeah, it's reality. That should have been my lesson. I've really learned that in the last three years of my life. There are two types of crazy people. People that need medicine and people that people that are need drugs and people that are on drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> why you laugh? No, I want to preface that because some people who need, I don't want to call them crazy. There's a mental imbalance, so that's not crazy. But there's two types of mentally unstable people. I won't use crazy. I want to be politically correct. Those who are on Illegal drugs are those who need prescription drugs. Clean it up. You done yeah. call these folks crazy. <laughs> and the crazy people that don't know they're crazy are the interesting ones. <laughs> you ain't right. Well, guys, as always, bro, we thank you guys for listening to Brunch Culture. Be sure to hit us up on social media, Twitter at Brunch Culture, on Instagram at Brunch Culture. And yo, iHeartRadio. I can't keep saying this enough. It's still so surreal to me. It doesn't even seem real. We are on iHeartRadio. For for people that don't understand why we're so excited about this and why we pump this, this is actually something that iHeartRadio, you you have to have certain stats in order to get on there. They just don't allow any podcast to be searchable on through iHeartRadio um, because of the amount of attention and, and things like that. So the fact that Brunch Culture is on iHeartRadio is incredible. We want this to be a testament to you to chase your dreams, to do what you love, to do what you want to do, to create your own lane, create your platform. We're so blessed to be able to do brunch culture. And I remember both of us were talking about, you know, one day how cool it would be to be on iHeartRadio and to at this point that day to be true. It's just it, it it's an incredible feeling. So as always, we thank you guys for rocking with us. Hit us up on social media. Uh, we have some great things coming uh stick stay tuned and look out for IPY I'm Pro U. We will have more details in the coming weeks for that. But we it's all about love and poly- positivity and we here at Brunch Culture we support you and we want you to continue to support us. So remember here at Brunch Culture everything is up for discussion. <laughs>